evening, dear friends, and welcome to this special edition of Voices of the Sacred Feminine Radio here on Blog Talk. If you are new to the show, I'm your host, Karen Tate, and we've been broadcasting here every week, usually on Wednesday, for the last 10 years. And ordinarily on Wednesday, I interview uh, wonderful women and men who discuss uh, ideas of the sacred feminine and how they tie into social justice, uh, mythology, uh, politics, spirituality, how we can create a new normal, um, how to usher in that paradigm shift, uh, to create a new normal for the world instead of this... um, domination that uh, we're uh, all enduring instead of this predator capitalism instead of um the you know corporations with their boot on our neck uh destroying our environment and uh, exploiting workers uh but tonight um Our special edition is uh, called uh, Food for Thought, Uh, Lack of Journalistic Integrity is Domination. And um, if you're a Bernie Sanders uh, supporter out there like I am, uh, you may have just learned about the show. Uh, I welcome you to uh, hit the follow button and uh, follow us or um, check out the archives. You'll find uh, a lot of great folks here, including people like uh, Noam Chomsky, who is uh, uh, a Bernie supporter who believes in the common good, and uh, lots of other scholars and uh, visionaries, artists, uh, um, political activists. Uh, But tonight's uh, show... um, Uh, how uh, the lack of journalistic integrity is domination. Uh, It came about because uh, recently I've been enrolled in classes sponsored by my mentor, Rian Eisler, uh, who runs the Center for Partnership Studies. And we've been learning about domination versus partnership structures in society. We learn that there are ways to be in partnership with yourself, your intimate others, your community, the world, and within the spirituality. Uh, And I, uh, for years now, have been connecting the dots between partnership as a value within goddess spirituality or feminine face of God. Likewise, uh, we learn to recognize domination, exploitation, oppression, all hallmarks of patriarchy in today's predator capitalistic society. Tonight, the domination I'd like to crack open and examine uh, involves the corporate-owned media and the damage it's doing to our society and to our democracy. And maybe you've been watching how the ratings and money-driven media has been dominating the conversation in this uh, election cycle, interfering with democracy, controlling the minds of the masses, uh, manipulating information. And uh, what I want to share with you is actually a presentation I made as part of my class on the power of partnership discussing discussing the lack of journalistic integrity as just one form of domination and the importance that we be aware. So uh, sit back with a cup of tea or a glass of wine. Um, This is not going to be overly long, uh, but, you know, relax. uh, Relax and focus, and uh, uh, I hope you enjoy uh, what I'm about to share with you here. And uh, before I get into it, I would like to thank Alea Deo for her music and uh, the particular cut I'm using tonight called Awaken, because it is so important 
that um, we must, uh, you know, we must awaken to these ideas if we expect to change the world and make it a better place. So here goes. For the last decade, I've been speaking about partnership as a value within goddess spirituality or sacred feminine liberation theology because I realized it could save the world. Partnership within ourselves, with our friends and community, between employers and employees, rather than the current exploitation uh, found in predator capitalistic domination. Partnership between countries to prevent war and between humanity and Mother Earth to save all the species on the planet from mass extinction and prevent the continued and ongoing rape of Gaia, or Mother Earth, and all its many forms. This class uh, that I took, The Power of Partnership, was a great refresher, and new information has certainly inspired me and enhances my ability to speak more about the necessity and power of partnership and more specifics. But for me personally, two areas were most significant. First, I realized in my passion to teach the power of partnership, I probably was not in good relationship with myself. And I share it because maybe you're like this too. It was a reminder I have to put the oxygen mask on myself before I can for anyone else in order to keep teaching, caring, and sharing. It was also a reminder to tend my personal relationships and not neglect those closest to me or take them for granted. I believe it's been a wake-up call to be more compassionate and make time for others in their daily struggles, especially with the challenges of life, struggles that might not be so severe if there was a partnership not domination, built into our socioeconomic structures. Which brings me to the second point I focused on for the class, the lack of journalistic integrity as domination. I don't know about you, but in my circles and spheres of influence, we felt a paradigm shift was coming. We genuinely feel we are living in that evolution or shift of consciousness as patriarchy takes its last gasps and we have been waiting and watching for signs that life for the coming generations would improve. One of the new players on the scene reinforcing this idea, hope was on the way, was Senator Bernie Sanders getting into the presidential race and having the courage to go against the status quo, the establishment, the strong men, and be a champion of the people. And jumping on board that train toward the revolution, the lack of journalistic integrity in the corporate-owned media has taken on a new clarity, and the danger of an unbiased and truly free press looms larger for more average people than ever before. While we're making headway in the press about pay equity for women, and there have been some noises about the importance of acknowledging the unpaid emotional and domestic labor of women, those accomplishments seem to pale when I witnessed the press stoke the flames of the reality television tendencies of Republicans while thwarting democracy in the race between the Democrats, Hillary and Bernie. I was not surprised to learn from a study done during the course of several months that Donald Trump, the reality television star, who was no doubt bringing in ratings to the networks and money, he had been mentioned 187,000 times in the media. Hillary Clinton had been mentioned about 87,000 times, while Bernie Sanders was mentioned an anemic 29,000 times with most of the comments marginalizing his campaign and distorting his policies, even attempting to convince viewers of his unelectability. 
Fortunately for Sanders, those behind his campaign pay less attention to the actors disseminating the evening news, the tone of which is spun to benefit the conflict of interest of their employers. You see, it's not that this was new. I've just never seen the bias be so transparent and pervasive, and I still believe there were still some honest dealers disseminating the news. I still believed in people like Rachel Maddow. It has been painful and demoralizing to see some of the few good guys left out there become corporate tools, even Maddow. So in conclusion, I'll just leave you with my final lamentations. Imagine if the news media still upheld the public trust of having integrity in journalism to help inform a dumbed-down electorate. We might actually discuss Michael Moore's new documentary, Where to Invade Next, showing very clearly an entertaining way what could happen to our quality of life if our tax dollars were used for the people instead of waging war and giving corporate welfare to companies that don't pay taxes. Or imagine if even a show like Entertainment Tonight might tell you how the new movie Truth documented the lack of journalistic integrity at CBS, thereby affecting the outcome of the Bush-Kerry election, leading to the continuation of the Iraq War that destabilized the Middle East. Or another movie, Trumbo, how that was such a great refresher, reminding us of the consequences of allowing ignorant bigots to have power over public discourse and policy. At least portions of the film industry are trying to do their part to educate the public. I also imagine what might actually come into being if the press in this current presidential election cycle actually asked tough and informed questions with a follow-up. I imagine each candidate being handled with the same fairness and without bias. I imagine the press not giving the person who's bringing them the ratings and the carnival show the most time. You would think our democracy would be more important than that. I imagine a news industry not owned by corporations with an investment in the outcome of the election that just gave the facts to their audience rather than thinly disguised attempts at manipulation. Yes, the companies that own the news outlets, they're not friends of Bernie Sanders, for instance, because Bernie Sanders wants them to pay some taxes. I imagine the service to the country the press could provide if they were free to expound on the incredible accomplishments of Bernie Sanders' campaign and the era of partnership his policies might usher in rather than manipulate the masses into voting against their economic interests. And, you know, I thought it was just Republicans who did that, but apparently not. So some thoughts to ponder as I uh, close tonight's uh, uh, food for Thought uh, Special Edition. Maybe you've been paying more attention lately and your awareness is more keen about how the media has been lying or distorting or has its finger on the scale during this presidential election. How does it make you feel? How does the thwarting of democracy, right in plain sight, with utter transparency uh, transparency and clarity. How does that make you feel? 
Have you seen one of your favorite news readers fall in line with the corporate media spin? Yes, I call them news readers because I can't call them journalists anymore. Did it make you feel betrayed or leave you with a bad taste in your mouth like uh, I just described with people like Rachel Maddow, Chris Hayes on MSNBC? As you saw them, maybe out be an outright tool for corporations. Sure, you know, they have to keep their job, but there's something wrong here. Do you know when this all started to happen? Have you thought about researching it? When did we change things in this country where news was entertainment and news had to get ratings and make money? It used to be that the news division was exempt from making money. Advertisers had nothing to do with the news. The news was sacred because these news outlets, they get free airtime in order to fulfill their duty. It's a sacred trust in our democracy, but that changed. It might surprise you what politicians, what Democrats signed off on this kind of stuff. It was in the 90s that gives you any hint. Did you know anything about any of this? Uh, And did you tell any of your favorite news readers who maybe you're upset with now, did you tell them how you felt? Uh, Maybe on Twitter, maybe on their Facebook page, maybe you've uh, written them a letter, maybe you sent them an email. Because you know what? They need to know that you see them. They need to know that you're holding them accountable if you are. Have you stopped watching any news outlets or any particular news readers, or shall I call them propaganda outlets? And who's your new favorite news reader or journalist? Do you know if you can trust what they say now? Well, for me, um, it's been narrowed down to about three. The Young Turks, Amy Goodman on Democracy Now!, and Tom Hartman on, I believe it's Ring of Fire. Yep, those are about the only three. Sometimes Salon, sometimes. Well, uh, that's uh, food for thought for tonight. Uh, Write me, let me know if you have any comments that you'd like to share. And if you're new to the show, I hope you'll uh, start tuning in every week, every Wednesday. Maybe check out the incredible archives that... uh, Uh, we've established um, over the last 10 years. Uh, I think you'll enjoy what's here. The show's been called The Treasure Trove of Wisdom. So thank you very much uh, for tuning in for this uh, short, special uh, episode tonight. And I'll be back with you tomorrow with our regularly scheduled show.